How to Mount an Ostrich, a podcast giving short guides on how to do things that you may or may never actually want to do, and definitely didn't need to know about, but knowledge is power, friends, so soak it up anyway. Whether I'm telling you how to turn an axolotl into a salamander, or how to call your pet koi cart, or how to hitch a ride from a dolphin, know that I'll tell you everything that you didn't need to know in less than 10 minutes. So welcome. Can't wait to share what I've learnt with you so far. So tune in every week to learn fascinating ways people get stuff you don't need to do done. Today's subject is how to cross the line. An activity I thought we all were talking from time to time to be honest. But looking at this definition, I don't think that's the case. I'm really not too mad about it. I think this episode's here, so the next time you've been told you crossed the line, you have some smart-ass retort to give back. There are so many ways to cross the line, as I'm sure we're all aware, but unfortunately, this is not the version that will tell you not to fuck off, or kick a toddler down, or sleep with your wife's sister. In fact, it's a traditional rite of passage ceremony, celebrating either a person, or in some case an animal's first crossing of the equator by ship. Now just in case you're not aware, the equator is an imaginary latitudinal line that separates the northern and southern hemispheres of the globe. The line crossing ceremony, which was also known as the shellback ceremony, or by the pretty funny name of Neptunus Rex, is a ritual with unknown origins. It was believed to have been started within the half century between 1768 and 1818 by some fun as fuck sailors, if you ask me. And by the 18th century, it was solidified as a well-established tradition of both military and merchant ships. It's even still practiced today, more than 200 years later, but in a more probably muted and less waterboardery kind of way. Thought to be used as a morale boost originally for the shipmates whilst they were travelling on long, drawn-out journeys to wherever the fuck, the comedy-laden ceremony provided a break and an opportunity for enjoyment aboard the ship after weeks of weary travel. It quickly became seen as an important step in a mariner's career, an initiation to a life on the seas. So what is it? Well, tadpoles, which is the name given to sailors who've not yet crossed the equator, are called upon by their shellback shipmates, which is the name given to those who have crossed the equator. They're called upon advising the imminent arrival of King Neptune. Yep, that Roman god of the seas. Neptune will hold a trial for the tadpoles to prove whether or not they are worthy to join what is known as the Court of Neptune the club to which people who have crossed the equator line belong to. They are beckoned to look overboard, perhaps catch the first glimpse of the mighty King Neptune. Could he really be rising from the sea? They're most likely met with buckets of water to the face, so... Northern. King Neptune, who's usually played by the ship's captain, is joined by his beautiful wife Amphrotite, usually played by the first mate in drag. They perform a dramatic and entertaining show aboard the ship. The tadpoles are dragged up, away from their beds or their duties. They are to be punished for their supposed crimes. They need to pay a proper and due allegiance to King Neptune. Now, 
It's unclear what's considered a crime in the eyes of Neptune and I expect it changes from ship to ship and then therefore Neptune to Neptune. But King Neptune would call each tadpole up one by one to express his disdain for their crimes. He announces a punishment that he finds suitable that's to be carried out by the ship's shellbacks. Once the tadpoles have stood trial and taken their punishments, they're given a nifty little certificate to say that they now belong to the court of Neptune. And so, what are the punishments? Well, the punishments they could range from being poked by Neptune's trident to being down near waterboarded by your colleagues. Sometimes, rarely, even worse. Sometimes it even sounds like torture. People have depicted it as feeling like slowly drowning or suffocating. In fact, Charles Darwin of Evolution Firm depicted the line crossing ceremony in his diary. Not in that. He was placed on a plank, which could easily be tipped into a large bath of water. Then they lathered my face and mouth with pitch and paint, which is basically tar and paint, and scraped some of it off with a piece of roughened iron hoop. A signal being given, I was tilted head over heels into the water, where two men received and ducked me. At last, glad enough, I escaped. Most of the others were treated much worse. Dirty mixtures being put in their mouths and rubbed on their faces. To be honest, it all sounded quite fun right up until the punishments were issued. As I say, I'm not sure what counts as a crime, but honestly, looking at some of these reports of the ceremonies, I very much doubt that the punishments are just. As these sort of things do, the ceremonies got way out of hand, becoming more of a hazing ritual than a morale boost. One notorious line crossing ceremony took place in 1995 on the Australian submarine HMAS Onslow. Sailors were physically and verbally abused before being subjected to an act known as sump on the rump, where a dark liquid is poured over the sailor's anus, and that's all it's described as, dark liquid, no idea what it was. How much worse does that make it? The fuck even is that? So the dark liquid is poured over the sailor's anus and then one was sexually assaulted with a long stick before being told to jump overboard with his fellow tadpoles and tread water until permitted to climb back aboard. Who knows the fuck when, honestly. Since then, the Navy have spent decades trying to rein in on the hazing culture and nowadays the ceremonies are pretty much the same premise but with more sophistication and more celebration. A notable change happening with the inclusion of women in the services. The celebrations have even started being accosted by various different people such as aboard commercial cruise ships where it's a great excuse to pop champagne and sit in hot tubs, which is much more my kind of ball game. It's even become a nice tradition for ocean scientists. So if you want to cross the line, I'd suggest booking a cruise rather than joining the Navy, just in case. Because I've had a lot of bad days at work, but nothing quite matches this year of being in the ceremonial days of yore. So if you're having a bad day, I hope you feel all the better for knowing this. And if anyone tells you that you're crossing the line, tell them to fuck off and rest safe in the knowledge that that wasn't crossing this particular line. Bye. (laughs) 